0: Welcome back to Trauma to Soul. This is Love Addiction Part 6 with Mandy. You can find us on the web at traumatasoul.com and on Instagram at Trauma to Soul. We're going to talk about asking for help, self validation versus external validation, and looking for that virtual hug. So sit back, relax, and enjoy.
1: I think one of the hardest things to do as an addict is to ask for help. Mm. and I. I you know, I remember step four, which is the moral inventory. It took me like two months of, of hard writing, and um, you have to you have to express that to somebody. You have to do your confession of that. And I remember sitting, I remember asking someone from group, and I was like, "Listen, I have all I have this like world of shame and pain and hurt, and I need to tell somebody. <laughs> you know, would you be willing to listen for like an hour?" and i was expecting a bad reaction because i hate asking for help and this woman I was like yeah cool let's do it like we're, you know next meeting come sit with me and i was like awesome and for me it was such an important lesson because you can ask for help you can reach out don't smother people don't expect people to save you right. but you can ask for help and i think a lot of people that come from trauma and come from abuse we were the saviors of the family. We, there was a great deal of expectation on us. There was a great deal of, you, you will sort this out because you're the only like stable one in the family and you will make sure that our emotions and our feelings are taken care of at all times. And then you get into the space of, well, I can't ask for help. I can't ask people to help me because I'm that person. I'm the one that they come to for help. So if, if I'm not that person, what do they do? And I had to stop that. I had to stop that completely and be like, I mean, COVID for one this year has taught me the power of gratitude and the fact that I had to reach out and be like, hey, you know, I'm kind of in a pickle here and I don't know what to do, can you help me? And it is incredibly humbling that I was received in such a loving way and helped in such a loving way and how people's reactions were like, wow, you you're asking for help. Like, are you serious? What? Like, did I read this right? Can I call you? Is something wrong? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the whole universe is off this axis. It made so Exactly. like, out. oh
1: my god, no! What the hell? You know, and it, and it was. I mean, I was very fortunate in the fact that I didn't have you know a blowback from anyone. Or anyone like you know, I can't fucking help you. I'm trying to help myself. Like that's what I was expecting. Yeah, and it was so nice to have people go, yeah. Sure, what do you need? and i was like oh wow it's that like it's that easy <laughs> like what do you mean yeah,
0: because you 've never known it, you know, exactly. and you you whatever you experience you had, you knew that that wasn't allowed yeah so you just think it's never allowed, and then when you yeah. do it, there's a huge surprise, I know for, asking for help for me is still any kind of weakness, any kind of neediness, any kind of help, any kind of vulnerability. I revert to." a helpless child i don't know how to ask for help be needy or vulnerable and still feel manly i don't know how to do it and that's probably the lesson going forward for me or the thing i need to work out the work on the most is expressing and being me and still feeling worthy of being a man and i find that. but i
1: think that comes down to a definition of being a man because i think (laughs) and and this is also a human thing this is a there is strength in weakness. And I think we live in a society that, that doesn't want to confront weakness. We don't want to see it. We, that's why Facebook and Instagram is full of all the highlight reels. Yeah. Nobody's gonna post on their status. Jesus, I feel like shit, and I, like I hope my life ends. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody posts that
0: because should I not? You're be not doing gonna that? get many likes. I'm feeling very vulnerable
1: today. Can someone give me a hug? Like fuck you with social distancing.
0: <laughs> like, right.
1: You, you have to look at your definition of what a man is. For me, and and I love the term conscious man. And I, and I see it more and more in the online material that I'm reading, where people are talking about conscious men, which seems to be taking a little bit away from that manly man. You know, I've got to be a man. No, you've got to be a conscious man. And you've got to be a conscious woman. And, and people come together when they're in weakness. And people come together when they're in strength. So when you come together with someone in strength, you probably nail it. But when it comes to the weakness part, you gotta nail that.
0: Right, right. I think, you know, for me it's about attention. Whenever I feel, so if I'm feeling shitty about myself and I feel like I need outside mirroring, some kind of attention, (laughs) when that happens, I will go so far away from asking for help, putting myself out there. There's that. It, that's that fine line. Like I could never put a picture up on social media going, "I just need a virtual hug." Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I couldn't shamelessly ask for. I you know, dare
1: you! I dare you to do that.
0: <laughs> I got, I got, I got a, at least a couple of months of hard work before I even get fucking close to imagining the possibility of that. <laughs> But that's that's where I think a lot of people start shaming themselves. Like yes. you know, I see people who do things are just constantly doing it for attention. I see people oh. who are doing stuff for healing. I see people who are doing stuff to connect. Whenever I feel like I, I know me. I know I know when it when it triggers in me, when it hits me. It's like, oh, I'm empty. I don't have the strength and the energy to fill myself up, to validate myself. So I'm going to go create something that's going to cause me to get some attention. Yes. As Soon yep. as I feel that, that's it. The phone gets thrown away. Amen. And I go do something else. And, but it's kind of like, I see the phone over there. It's calling me. I, <laughs> I just see a
1: beeping light. <laughs> I need
0: to know that I'm okay with at least one human in the world, you know? And yeah. So there's, I think it's justifying, um, the, the, the need for reaching out or putting yourself out there, because if it's about attention to fill me up, the first thing I do is I shut the door, where I think if you can get to a place where it's like not all or, or nothing. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. I exactly what it, you mean.
0: <laughs> I, I know when I'm emotionally weak. I know when I need to be filled up and I feel like I'm using people To do the work that I should be doing myself. And when it feels that way, I can't ask for help. But I think the next time that comes up, I think I need to reach out just to break this really shitty pattern and cycle.
1: Definitely. I mean, I think it's so interesting because I've seen so much online about social, like social is the devil, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm, I'm a social freak, I love social. And I, I think it's the way you use it and it, exactly what you've just said. If I'm reaching out or I'm posting something, I was speaking to a friend about it the other day and she was saying, that's an energy. You are creating that energy. So what you're putting out into the world is an energy. So I think when you post something, when you write something, when you share something, if it comes from a place of good energy, if it comes from an authentic mm. place, you're going to create more of that energy. If it comes from this place of I'm desperate and I'm needy, it's gonna create more of that energy. So you should feel comfortable enough to reach out and you should feel comfortable enough to be like, this, this is how I'm feeling. I mean, I, I, I have a friend that I, that I message her and I'm like, God, I feel like crap. Say something nice to me and she's like, <laughs> like you're so amazing you're so wonderful I'm like thanks (laughs) there's nothing wrong with with getting because I think people get confused between ego and soul you know if if somebody says I know the difference between somebody blowing smoke up my ass and somebody being genuine and we all do we all have that capacity so when somebody compliments you or somebody says something nice about you you know, the, the abused little girl in me is like, no, I'm bad. Nobody (laughs) loves me. I can't believe that. And now I've reached a stage where I'm like, you know what, you're actually right. Like I fucking kicked ass and it was cool. And that's not an ego thing. That's a soul thing. You know, that's, that's me creating energy and connecting with someone else's energy. And we recreate more of that energy. And that's fantastic.
0: That's, that's awesome. I, I agree. Like, um, I would never, the last time I reached out to a friend and said, say something nice about me, he's like, you're a fucking douchebag, shut up. So
1: you need new friends,
0: friends. but I agree. There's points where there is a difference. And I think that's the hard part for me or has been the hard part is I know when I'm needy and I know I'm going to be alone for a couple of days. So I want to put something out there for attention. And then there's the other times where it is the energy where I was in the park last week and the sun was coming, going down over the buildings and it was reflecting on my eyes. My son said I looked like a cyborg, the way the, the, the sun <laughs> crystallized on half of my face. And the thing was, I was alone and I had nobody to share it with. And I was yeah. like, wow, I think this is so cool. So that was a, a good place of energy. And yes. it wasn't a lonely place. Like I used to have that when you know, when I f- first got divorced, and I was with my kids. You know when they're little they do all these great things and you are like hey you turn around and like hey did you see what he did and then like oh fuck nobody's here for me that was then it would be like i would put that on social just because it was like i needed i want i needed somebody else to share that with it was more yeah. of hey this is kind of cool look what this kid did i love kids so they do stuff like that versus the other part of it where it's like, no, I'm lonely, I'm worthless, nobody wants to be with me, I got nothing (laughs) going on. So you know what, let me write something really creative or take a really nice picture (laughs) so people tell me how great I am for for 30 minutes and then I can, you know, they'll self-soothe me and I can go back to my day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I can obsessively check how many likes and comments I received, you know, because that's going to validate my existence. Like, to to me, like, I, I, I promise you, If I put something out, like I had a friend of mine who said to me like, oh, I never post anything on social. And I was like, why? She was like, oh, because, you know, what if I don't get enough likes and comments? And I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck cares? (laughs) Like, you know, if you're going to put something out, to me, and especially as a writer, if one person, one human being has been touched by my words, fuck yes, that's a win. Like, I don't care about 200,000 likes and comments and follows. If I've touched one person with good energy, that is a win.
0: Right. Part of me wishes they would take away the likes on Instagram and stuff, <laughs> yes. just, just to kind of level the playing field a little bit. Because here's the thing, like, <sighs> oh. I, I wrote something last week and I put it up and I feel like I've creatively, create, create, help me out. Creativity. Creatively. <laughs> <Thank you>. Wow. <laughs> just lost my tongue there. I've dried up because so much of the pain I've exercised out through the podcast and the writing. Right. So um, I said before, I'm entering this new place and I'm so not comfortable in this skin. I'm not comfortable writing about it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like ashamed to put it out there. Like I'm, I'm actually afraid. And all of a sudden something came to me. It's like, Holy shit. I haven't had anything come to me in weeks. I'm like, this is like, do you ever write something and you're like actually impressed that it was given to you?
1: Yes, definitely, and that's like, spirit, that's spirit channeling through you, I truly believe that. I'm like, I don't know where this came from,
0: I had no idea I knew this, I don't know how these words formed in this order <laughs> to make complete sense, to dissect this emotional confusion that's been in my head since I'm 11, like, holy yeah. shit, this is amazing. <laughs> I write it up, I post it, it just laid fucking flat. <laughs> The first thing in a month that I was actually excited to post. that I'm like, is it too deep? Is it not as good as I thought? Does anybody like this? What the fuck? Like, I thought this was like mind-blowing to me. And I'm like, I'm oh. living on my own island over here. <laughs> and then I wrote something that was like, I'm like, ah. I'm like, I haven't posted anything in a while. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And I just put it up. It was nothing. It was just the throw off off the top of my head. The fucking thing blew up. And I was like, here it goes. If I like it, I'm getting exactly. nothing. If I actually <laughs> hate it, I was partially embarrassed to post it because I didn't feel like it was good enough, smart enough, intuitive enough, deep enough. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck it. I was throwing it out. People loved it. I was like, oh, my God. My pulse is not on the fucking finger of Instagram.
1: No. You know what? I actually, I have felt the same. And can I can I actually tell you that... I've actually worked out that a lot of these social platforms work on an algorithm.
0: They do. So
1: you, you have to remember as well that you're putting out something and it might not be seen as much as it could be. It might be the wrong time. You might have the wrong hashtags. Like there's so many other factors to why something bombs where something, cause that's happened to me as well. I'm like, Oh God, I got a post today. What, what should I say? Like, One line of something I'm pretty sure someone's heard fifty thousand fucking times, and I posted, and then everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" And I'm like, "Really? (laughs) Did you see the post before where I went completely in depth into soul? Did you see that one?"
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't get that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh no, I didn't see that one, and I'm like, "Fuck, thanks, algorithm." So it's also that plays into it as well.
0: It is because I mean, my account—I got—I got got, uh, banned a couple of months ago or about a year (laughs) ago.
1: So did I.
0: And you did too.
1: Yeah, I did. And and the funny (laughs)
0: thing is, ever since that, when I post something, there's like this big pause before people see it because I have another account where I just put photos on it. I'll put a photo up, and the likes come in instantly. Yeah, I put words on this account and there's like this huge delay. Sometimes it's a half an hour So yeah. and sometimes Instagram will give me some love and they'll be like, you know what, we're going to put him top <laughs> on this hashtag Exactly. And it's like, oh my god, it's like wow, people like this and it's like no, they just really promoted it because then you'll look and you know, 8,000 people saw it or whatever the number is and then you look at the next post and it's like, nine saw it and it's like, oh <laughs> It was the same hashtag, it was kind of the same artwork, there wasn't, you know, like, what's Exactly. What's so much of a difference? You're, so the difference. You're yeah. at their, their mercy of how they, they want to do it.
1: It's true. It's true. And I see it, I mean, I saw there was a social media influencer and she was talking about Jay Shetty and he, I mean, I see his stuff all the time. Jay Shetty is like on my feed constantly. And she was talking about the fact that they are promoting certain accounts because they want certain messaging to go out. So you can understand that, you know, when you're coming from this place of authenticity and and you want to share something. I mean, I love Jay Shetty's stuff. I do. But I do feel like he piggybacks off everyone else's stuff. So he talks about stuff, you know, oh, this person said, okay, but what does Jay Shetty say? Like, what, what are his words? so it's it but it is again it's that algorithm and that's why you you can't get hung up on the the comments and the likes and that that's what i've realized i'm like i'm putting it out there who is meant to see it will see it and and that's just it for me the the art of it is in the creation the art of it is having that that moment and i've had so many of them myself where you're like i didn't write this where did this come from yeah like it it doesn't feel like you and Elizabeth Gilbert actually speaks a lot about it. How you are channeling spirit, you are channeling from it from another realm. I believe it. Because like some a, of the stuff I've written, I'm like, that didn't come from me.
0: <laughs> it, it's like yeah, it's like it's weird. It's like a <laughs> gift. It's like it's like you're the messenger. It just comes. It, it it comes in, it goes through my fingers, and then it's out there. And yeah. That when it flows like that, there's a oneness to it. As Absolute. you're writing it, everything in the universe completely clicks. You are one with yourself and your thoughts and your soul and the words come out. And it's like that moment when all the words assemble in your in your body. <laughs> if I can hold that feeling, the rest yeah, of my life... <laughs> Forget it. I wouldn't need another thing on the planet. It is the most centered. And when that goes away, I haven't had that go away in five years until this past two months. And then it's like, then that what a realization. It's like, well, what am I now? What am I if I don't have this? Like, this is, I've been writing since DNA. You know, that's the way I've coped with life. And if it's gone, you know, is it is it time to leave this? You know, and then it was now. Now the arc is now happening towards the other side of the writing. You know, it's 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 less about being darkness and the pain. It's more about below that, where there's the joy and the goodness and the and the you know the the feelings that you want to get to. It's I can talk confidently and competently. And easily about pain and trauma and depression and <laughs> self-hate.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but when yeah, you get me talking about love and acceptance and validation. I'm like, forget it. I have no Uncomfortable. For it at all. <laughs> That's why I think Instagram's burying my stuff. They're like, this guy's just too fucking. Painful. <laughs> Nobody wants to see this shit. <laughs> Let's bury him oh. on page nine. Okay, that wraps up part six of love addiction we'll be back next time with part seven hope you have a great week talk to you soon